Hello and welcome back to Reeling in the Peers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is a show where every week I'm going to get one of my very good friends on to share their thoughts and views on different movies. For this week, I am joined by the very funny Sir Kenny Lachlan and we're about to talk about the weird, weird movie that is Howard the Duck. The sound audio may just be a bit weird on this one. Uh, we're still learning how to do this, so just bear with it and we really hope you enjoy it. Hello. So hello. How are you? You know what? I'm all right. And that's all anyone can be in these in these times. And... <laughs> in these unprecedented times. Do you remember precedented times? Ah, oh, they were the best of the times. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so wild. At the beginning of this year, I was a teacher. I had a job as a teacher. Yeah, it is. And I'm just like, oh, remember that? <laughs> Time is... Uh, like it's again like I always yeah you can always go back and look look back at like what you were like yeah. before a different time like I remember a time before seeing this movie where I was I was a bit I was a bit more sane than I am now <laughs> oh my god because that's the thing I've, I've heard about this movie it's been on lists of like bad movies and some bad movies are fun to watch and some bad movies are painful to watch <laughs> and I suppose just um for those listening uh as you probably tell from the title we are talking about 19 19- 80, nah, I forget the year. Uh, 1986, I gotta say. Um, 1986. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, 1986 movie, Howard the Duck. Uh, an hour and 51 minutes long. Uh, a fact I know to be true because I yes, want to check it to see. Felt so much longer. And George Lucas. George Lucas was behind this. He did, he did good movies sometimes. Uh, well... He had like he had like two solid ones. He, he had yeah. the two good Star Wars ones, and then there was more after that. But that's neither. Anyway, this is his. This is it. this. Like, if anyone gives out with the prequels, this is this is the one that they need, people need to be directed to, and not like exactly. don't let them near stuff again. And yeah, and that's the thing. I was intrigued by this one because of the whole, not even the whole thing, but that they have reintroduced Howard the Duck into the MCU. Yeah. And now, having seen this, I'm like, what the fuck are they gonna do? <laughs> How can you sanitize this for family audiences? This is a filthy movie. So not only that, though, there's one scene in particular I can't wait to get your thoughts on, but um, <laughs> the, it's the it's the one that's not very COVID compliant. Uh, the, um, the this was this was rated PG when it came out. Yes, I saw that, and um, I was like, "Holy!" Fuck. Yeah, yeah, and. And the first sign of duck breasts, and not the, oh, one, and not the ones you buy in the supermarket, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is this is going to be an interesting movie. Yeah. The first five minutes set you up for one hell of a roller coaster. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so I guess I'll like I'll do my best job of trying to explain this very insane plot. Yeah. So basically, yeah. um, Howard is is a duck. Uh, if that wasn't clear. And On his letters, his name is Howard T. Duck. Oh, I didn't... What? Okay, let's speculate. What's the T stand for? The. Oh, I want to... <laughs> I want to just, just keep getting it wrong for like 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's not confirmed. Though. Okay, so I'm going to go with Theodore. <laughs> um, but, what do you call it? The, yeah, so Howard uh, lives in uh, a, a version of Earth that is inhabited by uh, evolved ducks and all of a sudden, yeah. in the first five minutes of the movie, he gets sucked into space from this like laser thing and mm-hmm. uh, crashes in the middle of uh, Cleveland, I think it is. Yeah. And his the basically the whole movie is him trying to get back to uh, uh, the duck, duck. world. Uh, yeah. But there, there's hijinks on the way. There's obstacles. There's lovers. There's fights. <laughs> God, there's yeah. action scenes. There's, uh, there's the whole rock bands. There's, there's everything. There's a whole thing. There's cigars. Where is he finding these cigars? 
But I, I think, okay, yeah. So like you say, the first five minutes of this movie is is just... I the, So creepy. <laughs> no, not in that. It's that they had to... They then were like, okay, this is Duck World. We need to think of Duck World things. And they literally went through like everything that rhymed with duck, everything that mm-hmm. rhymed with quack, everything that rhymed... <laughs> like literally, like I wrote some of them down. Um, not even all of them rhyme. It's just a forced joke. Yeah. Uh, but what I thought was the weirdest was, I didn't know what was more jarring in this movie in terms of the the world. Was it the duck world? Or just the 1980s in general? It was just, <laughs> yeah, that's just what it was like. And we're just tell. naive. We're just like serenely naive as 90s yeah. babies. For- well, and also, just another thing I enjoyed about the movie was, it got straight to it. If that was a movie these days, yeah. we would have got 20 minutes in Duckland. I'm going to call it Duckland. Yeah, Land. you're totally right. It's you're just, totally right. It's just like... Look. They would have set up his daily routine and what he does, and they're like, "No, guess what? This is Duck World. He doesn't live there anymore. He's on Earth." Yeah, and the, you know, you got Playboy, which was probably something else. I didn't. I don't Play know. Duck. Was it was Play, Play Duck. Duck. Oh, bro, smart. Oh, they, they, they got the, they got, <laughs> Come on, I have written Play Duck, and then Duck Tits. Oh, Duck Tits. Well, the only thing I wrote down three, and then there was just too many to. One of them was Quack Quack Foo. <laughs> Uh, oh god yeah instead of kung fu yeah. he's a master of quack fu he's quack fu he's got mallard card instead of mastercard oh I didn't see um, that and then it was like blooming ducks instead of blooming dales I did do um, blooming ducks and, and, uh, okay so, and then to explain to people I guess the whole thing is that he like, it's an earth where um, instead of apes evolving into humans it's ducks that evolve yeah. um, but to me I don't understand why that makes the earth in the shape of an egg because <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that part of it. <laughs> so like, yeah, it, yeah, it's not like our Earth is in the shape of a fetus, which would be horrifying. <laughs> just, or just, like, it is. It's just a real snug one. It's just one that's really <laughs> snug. In the yeah. really early stages. Exactly. Neither you or me did biology in college. No, but I'm, t- I'm sure I, it's exactly I, what it is. I technically did science in Trinity. I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, we both have a BA. Don't worry, yeah. <laughs> we both have a BA from Trinity in science. <laughs> Um, Actually, is yours no? Is yours science or is yours CMM? Uh, no, mine's yeah, CMM, yeah. Um, okay, mine's still saying. So I know science. exactly what I'm talking about when I see duck tits, and I know that is that's. But actually, so, speak, you go. The, uh, the other side, just speaking of duck genitalia, it's not in the movie, but isn't it a thing where like it, maybe it's a certain type of duck? Um, I love that maybe. this podcast is off the rails already. Um, oh yeah, that, this is what this is what we went for because yeah. it's not worth talking about the movie. No, I'd much no, no. rather do this. Um, I'd much rather discuss. Yeah anatomical duck genitalia well, this thing, don't like ducks like have like a corkscrew penis or something i've heard this isn't that a thing so like i think so that's and the, the, the receiving end is also cool yeah uh, so like that was something i was like is that going to be referenced because they've got duck tits <laughs> like did they which don't it well see that like duck breast in terms of eating yes yeah. does exist but like they're not mammals they don't have like yeah. an actual they don't. They don't have. Nipples. Maybe it's like a plastic <laughs> surgery thing. Maybe it's like a. I don't know. Oh, Maybe it's, it's like, like you know like when we get our appendix out for no reason, they just get yeah. put in. <laughs> They're just like, oh god! It's actually yeah. It's really cutting satire. This movie about like body image and plastic surgery. George Lucas, yeah. where you wanted us to Who's think about there? it. Um, but yeah, and okay, just and then another thing I want to talk about is just the design of her because it's a pretty decent. That's the thing, it's, yeah. It's not the worst, and it's. It, no. I, I just, I will say, the fir- the longer it went down, the more I forgot it was an actor in a suit. Like I did, I yeah. it, it was just like this. It's you a do character, get that, like even though, exactly. So I thought so, like, that was I impressive. thought his eyes 
I thought his eyes were terrifying, but the rest was impressive. Yeah. And, like, there was little details that they got, which I liked. Like, all his trousers had a hole cut in them for his tail, <laughs> which is, like, yeah. kind of adorable, except that he's a pervert, but, like... <laughs> Maybe he's just on the wrong way around. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> just a weird corkscrew hole in his trousers. <laughs> Oh god, they don't have flies on their things. No. It's just like like a silly straw. <laughs> <laughs> but like within the first five minutes, not only do we see duck breasts, yeah. we see them twice. Yeah. They double down or they quadruple down on, 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 on a duck breast. Because he's only he's only he's only on Duck World for five minutes. Yeah. Because I did check the timestamp. It's literally within the first five minutes he's out of Duck World. So what happens is he gets his play duck, mm-hmm. opens us up to sit down in his lonely apartment, yeah. and then he's sucked out through the walls of the other apartments yeah. and there's a duck in the bath yeah. and she is she's she's naked as all hell and also she is not phased by him coming through the nobody wall. seems to be uh, which no. you may we have to assume that that happens in duckland i'm gonna call it duckland you call it duck world we'll, we'll decide on yeah. it but i'm gonna go it's like disneyland and disney world yeah. one is in florida and one's in california <laughs> uh, i had a thought there and it's gone oh yeah no if i could this movie is underreactions the movie because I will bring that up a lot. Yes. Oh my god, this is like yeah. Because that's what makes it hard to keep your attention. Because an hour and fifty minutes is not that long, especially compared to a lot of movies that come out now. Yeah. But be- it feels like there's no stakes after the first half an hour. There's no stakes, in my opinion, because everyone's just like, "Oh, Howard." But we'll get there. <laughs> I-, I think it was written. It must have been written by two people. There was one person for duck jokes, and there was another person for plot. Yes. And they just didn't get on or didn't speak to each other. They never or met. They never met. <laughs> they don't know who we are. Actually, funny enough, the, the, the writers from this both mm-hmm. did um, American Graffiti, which is one of George Lucas's first films, oh, wow. but also did um, the second Indiana Jones. No so, way. I, I don't know. But what, actually, a, yes, what a portfolio. <laughs> and they haven't done anything since. But another interesting thing, actually, is that this was uh, the first theatrical release of a Marvel Marvel. Uh, adaptation. No way. Yeah, they went with Howard the Duck. So it, it's significant. Like, I couldn't tell you a single... I'm not a big comic book person in the sense of actual physical comic books, so I couldn't tell you a thing about Howard the Duck, because in this movie, he doesn't have a superpower. He's just, Mm-mm. you know, a stranger in a strange land. So, like, in the actual comics, does he do anything? At the end scene of Guardians of the Galaxy, he's just hanging out, you know? You think I would do research on this, but no, I didn't. I no, have no idea. Me neither. What, what I will say is, like, he's got a superhero villain, which we will most definitely speak about in a bit, but he's in such a super villain, sorry, a superhero city when he lands in, in Cleveland, because what happens is, mm-hmm. uh, he la- and he's harassed immediately. He lands, he's harassed, uh, he then goes somewhere else, oh, he's yeah. harassed, he then goes somewhere else, he gets harassed. And what it's, I, it's Frankly, it's like an allegory for racism. <laughs> no. Other thing I was going to say, yeah, so what happens is, I, what I noticed about all these... Um, like instances where he's being harassed I was like the perfect opportunity in any other movie for the superhero the Batman the Superman to land in like hey yeah. stop harassing yeah. <laughs> but no one was doing that in the city and you just got no. this guy in a leather jacket with doll heads attached to it oh my god yes I love these like raver oh, villains so good and then yeah so I, we'll talk about the main uh, female lead the character's name who I don't yes. remember I took a um, Beverly. Beverly. That sounds like... She like, plays... Oh, she's Marty McFly. Yeah. 
Back to the Future, Marty McFly's mom in the set in the first one. Yeah. And but another yeah. bit of trivia I found out about this one is that she actually did her own singing for this. That is actually her voice. And oh, I will say she is a ve- it's a very good band. Absolutely. What I will understand yeah, is the music's actually pretty good. The music's good in this movie. Yeah. I love. The, I do love how eighties it is. Yes. There are some points where it's not cheesy. It's very like sincere. And I know it's just really cool. I like that. I yeah, like I yeah, the whole style of it I thought was really cool. Like in that, like it was a very eighties movie. Just to go mm. back to your one, um, Beverly. Mm. Why did she need to be a rock, like in a rock band? The rock band yeah. thing just didn't. Like, it, it feels was very It was like it's like I, like who I, like when they were writing this script, the joke guy and the duck uh, and the prop guy, <laughs> duck like, man and like, prop man. So the joke, the the joke guy was like, oh, she's gonna be in like a uh, a rock band because rock bands are cool. It's nineteen eighties. She has yeah. a guitar, and the plot guy's like, oh no, we need this person to be real sympathetic and caring. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, she needs to actually forward the plot. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the moment where they overlapped was plot guy was like, okay, she needs to bring him to a scientist. Joke guy, she's gonna put him in a bag. <laughs> Yes, I had two instances of laughing out loud, and one was where she put him in a bin bag, an honest-to-goodness bin bag, and brought him to the museum. And this is something I love as well. I made a note of this. Every 80s protagonist knows a scientist. You know? Oh, yeah. It's like Back to the Future, where Marty just knows a nuclear physicist. <laughs> I did, did they ever explain how they knew each other? No. It's been a while. No, they just, it's just I know it's... Does he teach in the... Wait, do you mean in Back to the Future or this terrible movie? Oh, sorry, no, this terrible movie. This terrible movie, no. She just knows Phil. Oh, wait, later okay. on in the movie, Phil is dating one of her bandmates. Oh, is that not because, like, Phil's cool now and Phil could get with the bandmate? Because so, he's discovered a duck mutant? Yeah, I don't know. Like, but I, that's, that's the thing. If we don't remember no. and we are... I watched this we're movie today. Wasn't clear enough. I watched it today, so... <laughs> I watched it yesterday, but it's seared into yeah. my mind. Um, what else did I want to say? Yeah, so actually, yeah, so I just want to speak about the bag as well. And that she's trying to hide this duck <laughs> thing. This movie has like three levels yeah. of duck discovery in the sense that someone will know it's a duck and be like, what the fuck is that? Someone, yeah. The second person will be like, who's that kid in the mask? And Yeah, it's yeah. not Halloween, it's just, it's just like... And they're just so cool with it, like, oh my god, that's weird. Like, it's just so chill. And I don't understand. Yeah. Underreaction. Yes, under it just makes no sense. Oh, wait, sorry. Okay, we have to talk about the horrifying. Well, it's not the most horrifying thing in this movie, but before we get to the scientist and before she brings him to the scientist to try and figure out yeah. who he is, why he's here, she goes through his wallet. Yeah. She saves the duck from ambush. Takes him back to her huge loft. When you first, when she first walks in, yes, it does look like a bit of a cracked in yeah. because it's got like trolleys and stuff in the porch. But her actual apartment is gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, I, I literally, I was gonna make a note of that, but I didn't think. I thought you'd be like, "What, Gary? It was literal trash." Yeah. I'm like, that was great. It was huge. Oh my god, these yeah. huge ceilings! I was like, I want to at that place. So bad. And like in the eighties, she was probably paying like. 200 i mean how does she make money she has a gig every few days like how does she live here yeah so this person is like she's in a band she plays in this nightclub that has a fence between the stage and the and the fans for some reason the only other time i've seen that in a movie is blues brothers and i'm like yes yes like an 80s thing that i don't know about or maybe it is 
it's thrown bottles and stuff. But she has a manager, and the oh, manager yeah. is uh, real sleazy. He talks to other people in weird 1950s hats uh, <laughs> for some strange reason. Oh, yeah, they all have 1950s nicknames. Yeah. They're all called, like, Ginger and Shorty and stuff like that. And the manager is, like, he's, like, real sleazy guy. He's been taking the money, and that's why she has to, like, live in this really shitty um, quote unquote shitty place <laughs> shitty place that like with a bit of elbow grease like I'm telling yeah. you that, that place would be looking class but sorry you were talking about the wallet you were talking about the wallet okay yes oh god so Howard he's had a tough day you know he was living in a bin for a couple of hours possibly before Beverly rescues him from these rave villains yeah she takes him back to her place and he falls asleep but when he's falling asleep he like turns over or something and his wallet drops and, you know, if you found an alien, you'd probably go through their wallet as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we have, uh, I made a note, Duck George Washington. So not only yeah. Duck World or Duck Land, he's also from Duck America. We have the Blooming Ducks card, the Mallard, Mallard card for MasterCard. And then and some photos of him and his family. It's all very cute. And I have written here, underreaction to Duck Condom. It's There's a, so uh, many layers to this because first off, it is a loose, loose, <laughs> loose unwrapped duck condom, and you might say, "Oh, what's a duck condom?" As we discussed, is it spiral shaped? No, it's egg shaped. And again, she just goes, "Oh, Howard!" Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, "That is not the reaction. You would drop it in horror." Yeah. And go sad. You wouldn't pick it up as far. You wouldn't pick it up. You wouldn't just. You would just put your hand into like an empty, like uh, into the wallet, and just start like picking up stuff yeah. like that. You feel that latex. You get. You run away. No. Yeah. And then that's also like you'd be intrigued. <laughs> More than we Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. She goes beyond intrigued in this movie. Yeah, she does. Well. She goes full, you know, Steve Irwin discovery, uh, Irwin discovery on this. Oh. Like she, 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 yeah, she tucks him in with her blanket, and the next day she shoves him in a bin bag to take him to the the scientist. Yeah. My favorite bit. Well, I, is it my favorite? Bit? It's probably my favorite bit before I started hating the movie quite a lot. Uh, and I, I, I have nice things to say about it. Yeah, no, me too. But like, um, it does lose its steam in the middle yeah and speaking of steam i'm getting to this bit this is my like this is the bit where i was just like what is this so uh they have a fight the scientists like wants to experiment and explains the whole evolution thing then he's like ah don't be experimenting on me go away beverly and then he goes off on his own and then he somehow manages to contact social services oh my god uh, or the welfare (laughs) he goes to like the the most unhealthful woman (laughs) to ever work in welfare just harasses this poor alien to which she is not phased of like she's not phased in any way she's like you're "You're a lazy bum not working how dare you're trying to live off this system I'm just like like what the hell like this guy's come to you unemployed and you're just harassing him also he's not from this planet he's a three foot tall duck that at this point has had possibly two outfit changes (laughs) <laughs> he's in like dungarees and a cool jumper and i'm like where are you getting these duck clothes when's the bit i can't remember doesn't he say like he robs a oh yeah uh, it's a charity thing or something it's goodwill like a, yeah, yeah yeah so anyway and then my bit where i was just like this movie's uh, like so she then gets him a job in which someone who uh, is uh, experienced at water <laughs> and then he works in this and then he gets this job in this it's like i it's i i thought it was a brothel but it's more than a brothel. Yeah. It, it, it provides a bit more services and amenities and facilities in that 
there's just swimming pools yeah. in all the rooms. Yeah, I I wrote down sex sauna. It's a set. Yeah, I'm like yeah, you can write a pool. It has a mud room. Yeah, the like- mud room. I didn't understand. And the owner finds like a bikini in it, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm like who. I don't know. It just oh, yeah. all seemed a bit. I was just like, "What is this establishment?" And I, 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 I was hesitant to bring it up in case it was like, "Oh, Gary, you don't know about these sex saunas." They're like, "All the cool kids go to the sex sauna." Oh no, I've been loyalty cards to sex sauna. Yeah, so that's it. They're like, "Oh, we need someone who's good with water." You're a duck again. Duck racism. And yes, we learn in the movie that he can't swim and he can't fly. And I'm like, then is there an analogy? Because, yeah, they make the analogy that it's like, it's evolution. They're like a higher duck. We are higher apes. Did we lose? I suppose we lost tails, but we can do pretty much Mm. everything else that a duck duck can do. An ape can do. Losing losing a tail is probably not the word. Like, if you showed me I couldn't, like, run or, (laughs) you know, something significant for travel or, you know, like, travel. Yeah, like, I'd be like, oh, that's a bit shit. But, like, I can speak. So I'll take that. But he lost out of, like you could you can swim. Like he possesses all of the limbs and body movements yes. to be able to swim. He has, he has humanoid arms and legs. His feet are flippery, flippery things. But he has human hands. He has like humanoid yeah. fingers, yeah. and it's so creepy. Yeah. I hate it. there is bits where I caught it where I could just see it was clearly like a glove, and then I was like. Yeah. Oh, good again i'm good um oh but it was a, it, like i don't know like this, this is where my notes get real sparse <laughs> <laughs> just 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 i i i think i think i have uh I just have, have more at yeah. this point and then we're like oh there's something happening yeah and it's a funny movie there is some legit funny jokes and i meant to write down yeah. a funny joke and i there was some shockingly bad jokes in it yeah there's a lot um, of like, specifically yeah. towards the villain at the end that we can discuss yeah. in a bit that's the thing. The villain doesn't get introduced for like an hour. I didn't mind that. I I don't mind it in theory, but I it could have been like forty minutes. Yeah, but do you know what I like? Okay, so like where I sit on the movie is that like if he wasn't a duck, powered the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. no, Joe. If it was about a guy, because yeah, it was yeah, about, yeah. like, I, like, as in, like, it's an intriguing plot. Like Joe, the whole third act, I really enjoyed, except for the plane. Um. The- <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, you're right. But it was like it was like it was interesting. It was like like it was oh, it's like he was like a duck out of water, uh, duck out of water tail. He like learns how to adapt. I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoyed the end bit. I didn't mind. It's it. good. There is stuff there, but yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of the duck gags you don't need. But it's yeah, and I think what's frustrating about the movie is that sometimes like the duck gags are there to be funny. Sometimes they're there to like establish the character. The other times they're there to not make any sense. Like the sex scene, like the duck human sex scene, which is coming up because yeah, actually, so he he works in the sex sauna for about twenty five minutes. Yeah, and says I quit. You know, yeah. shoves the owner into a pool of mud and is like, "Fuck you, yeah. I'm out of here." Sex mud. It's important. <laughs> it's important to know that mud is for sex and sex only. <laughs> and um so then he is like sadly wandering these streets and he hears beverly's band singing again and they're singing like kind of some moving song oh uh, yes 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 he goes into the club and sees her and he's all like oh you know i shouldn't have been so rude she's my only she's the only person i know on this planet and she let me stay with her <laughs> like maybe i should give her a second chance and then okay then the band plays is this where he beats up the manager or something? Yeah, so he so then he like he overhears the manager being like, 
like super sleazy in that they're like hey here's the money for the band the manager's like i may give it to them (laughs) and then like he just and then harrod just like beats him up with quack foo yeah which is like mainly slapping someone with your puppety hand yeah a lot of flips uh (laughs) just weak slaps (laughs) because you can tell there's no weight behind that it's just that poor little actor um (laughs) like yeah just didn't have any of the strength to yeah cause significant damage but then he takes over as the manager he's like i'm gonna be your manager now because it was established that he did advertising in in Brooklyn for some reason i don't know why that's important and then I have sex scene written down here, uh, which just creeped me out. That's the next note I have. I have, I have Beverly constantly underreacts to this lecherous duck, and then underlined, I wrote feather erection. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some evolution right there for you. Like, yeah. Some, uh, like, alfalfa. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she is way too into this duck. I, I don't understand this character. I don't I don't get yeah. it. I like she's in a band, but she like she's in a rock punk band, but doesn't have like any edge to like you know like if we understand. No, like- she's very doe eyed and sweet, and like yeah, that's the, so that you see her on stage as like this punk character. If we go way way back to the beginning, yeah, and then the guys in the alley are harassing her, and then, yeah, that sucks. But they yeah. set her up to be this like leading woman hard edge and then she's just like leave me alone i'm going home and you're like well what what is it which one is it yeah well i i I came up with my theory of it which is it's written by uh, it's written by a man and a woman but i feel like the man wrote her character because i feel (laughs) like it's exactly what men want women to be sometimes really cool but just don't just don't don't come come at me with opinions and negative thoughts like if I want to throw a rant, you're okay with that, and I'm gonna go, and then I come back, and you're okay with it, yeah. and then you're gonna look after me, and then you're gonna yeah. like. It was just like I wanted her to be like, "Fuck yeah, you!" Exactly. Like, I wanted her just. She'll do anything for this duck she's known two days. She's wandering yeah. around in her underwear, and he's checking her out, and she's like, "Oh, Howard!" But then they share the bed together. He's in like yeah. little pajamas. He's in like little suit pajamas, the ones that like button up and have yeah. a collar, which I haven't worn since I was maybe. 11 or 12. Uh, just sorry, speaking, speaking of that as well then, it's really jarring because he goes in like, hey baby, like, ooh, what are you doing? And then she just goes, she shows him an ounce, an ounce of affection. He's like, oh, I don't know. Man. Yeah, he was like, I just mean it. I didn't mean it. What are you doing? Don't like it. What is it? Again, it's kind of like very vague writing. Yes, and then they get interrupted by the scientists and they come in with the most weak ass <laughs> Like I like we spoke earlier. I did chemistry. Uh, I have written yeah. better leaps of faith to conclusions oh than this because the scientists earlier take the feather I have from Howard, and then they go, Howard, yeah. this feather is the same as one from an old uh, Samoan duck. This feather, there's no report, there's no printout. The guy literally holds the two yeah. white feathers up to each other. The same. You come from this duck, and I, ju- and then the movie just goes in a whole, whole different direction. Yeah. In that, oh, so the, sorry, but a bit before this, then Howard gets brought to be like, see this laser, and it's like, oh, this laser oh, was okay, the one that yeah. brought you here, and there was a bit of a malfunction, but we're going to reverse that laser, and that laser will then bring you home. But they do that, and then yeah. the guy who was the teacher from ferris bueller's days off um principal principal, sorry oh yes sorry the one who has a vendetta against ferris he then uh he gets 
caught up in the laser and then all of a sudden he starts doing the uh he's like oh he gives uh what do i have here uh feathers he gives so basically he gets transformed within but the the writing is so lazy that they don't want to have to yeah. try and show that in the acting or any sort of character um you know uh, actions or thoughts yeah <laughs> the character describes everything that's happening he goes oh, oh no okay, wait. Oh, sorry, go ahead. we're going a bit fast we're going a bit fast let's go a bit back so yeah they, their their love scene is interrupted three scientists burst into the room phil who we met before dr jennings who is the principal from ferris bueller and someone else who i forget i think he also feather science guy oh the feather the feather man <laughs> the guy comes with the feathers. and yeah. i wrote some of the jargon that they say which is great because yeah as we kind of briefly said we are both we're not scientists currently, but no, we both no, 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 no. in college. We paid for four years of science and we got a bit of paper. Yep. And that's as far as I'm willing to go with that statement. <laughs> I'm willing to admit under a court of law. Uh, yeah. So they say that it's a laser spectroscope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the spectroscope does is like detect elements. It doesn't shoot ducks across space and time. But whatever. They have to reverse the process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, re- reverse laser spectroscope. Mm-hmm. And put it into reflex mode. And they'll shoot Howard back to his planet. So they're like, fantastic, you have a way back. We'll just, I don't, are they going to shove him into the laser? They it's don't explain. explain. <laughs> they're like, we'll stick you like a rotisserie chicken, a rotisserie duck on the end of this laser. And just shoot you into space. So they all rush to the lab in the middle of the night. And when they're going through, there's like a safety door or something they go through. And it opens and a half-burned scientist comes out. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Yeah. His face is like half-burned and he's like, oh. He doesn't say I'm melting, but he basically does. I can't remember what he says. They, and he like collapses on the floor. They step over him and just keep going like it never happened. It's Again, another underreaction, but he does a great plot description he goes oh oh, i'm burning it's the last few moments of my life what happened so basically what happened was we tried to turn on the laser thing and the laser thing didn't happen because it overloaded never happened as dr jennings walked in front of him and we haven't seen him since oh the bird's dead (laughs) like he's like with my dying breath let me further the plot everyone knows the screenwriting tip is to tell don't show absolutely exposit with unnamed characters yeah and then kill them off immediately so yeah, yeah, the laser malfunctions because Dr. Jennings stood in front of it when it did something, and now something else from space has entered mm. him. And yeah. this is where kind of things start to accelerate a little bit. Yeah, this is where I start enjoying the movie a bit. We'll get it. We're, that's what we're here to talk about. We'll get it. So, what do they, do they just... Can, can, I, can I talk about the... Yeah, so what happens is um, the police or the FBI oh, yeah. are like... Oh, what's going on here? Why are you here? You're not a duck. Someone <laughs> unzip him and he's like, that. no, there's no zipper. There's no button. It's, 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 it's a duck. duck. And then this guy's just not listening to anything. He's like, I'm going to arrest all these people. Meanwhile, the Dr. Jennings guy is like, I don't feel so good. And then they all have to escape. No, they don't. Sorry. Uh, Phil, the scientist, and Howard stay behind. And then like Jennings and Beverly go off and she becomes another man's <laughs> hostage in a way. Um, so they're driving away. They're trying to get away from it. Oh, no, sorry. Harry's with them. Maybe. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Um, and then he's like, I think Harry's in the car because he's trying to drive the, the, the wheel or something. I don't Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what happens then is yeah. do, do, Dr. Jennings don't feel no good. Uh, and it's this whole thing. He's like, oh, I don't feel good. And he's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And then all he goes, no, 
My internal organs are transforming at a device. I feel like I am no longer becoming who I am no longer human. I, 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 my cells are changing at a rapid rate. I don't feel like he's just like yeah. describing everything that's happening. With no visual cues. He's just saying, trust me, I'm changing. But uh, to be able to know your internal organs are transforming into something else, that's impressive. Oh, yeah. You know, when you get, I don't know if you ever did laser training. I did laser training uh, for my dissertation. And the, yeah, they were like, if you stand in front of the laser and you feel like a fizzing, that's your organs transmutating. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe you had fizzy organs. <laughs> he, is an, he, is an, he is a scientist. He probably could have been feeling a lot of fizz. You know what I mean? And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Too many barons in his But yeah, because. I can't remember yet. I can't remember the order in which they leave, but they do go to a diner. Oh my god. This diner scene. Did you notice the name of the diner? Oh, it's uh, it's like Joe Romers or something like that? Yeah, Joe it Romers. It is, yeah, I've enjoyed it. For those, that, for, those listening that don't, for those listening that don't know, I do a whole thing about a character called Tony Romer, but we won't get into it because it's a year old. No, not today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sushi diner. They go in and they're pleased. Yeah. They're wearing, like, the rising sun headbands. Yes. It's the whitest place you've ever seen. But it's yeah. still a diner. Uh, and then if any of... They don't, they don't seem to be serving sushi, but they all have the, yeah, the sushi the, yeah, the sushi chef headband, for want of an actual what the name of it is. And it's called Joe Romas. So it's an Italian sushi place. It's an Italian restaurant in an American diner with Japanese decor that served, like, a full Irish breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you used to work in a diner, did any... Uh, Duck people ever come in? Uh, present scientists? Nah, like there was no one, uh, you know, who was, um, looked like a duck, but they certainly looked like something else that rhymes with the words. Because <laughs> when I saw the box, it made me think of Eddie Rockets, and I was uh, like... That's good. Oh, I'd love an Eddie Rockets. But, um, no, sorry, but speaking of, speaking of uh, people that work in Eddie Rockets, for those that might know her, um... I think our friend Orla travelled back to 1986. Yeah! <laughs> that, that way just looked exactly like Orla. It looked like, <laughs> it looked like if Orla and Barb from the first season of Stranger yes. had a child. This, yeah, this, maybe it's maybe it's that that's their mom. <laughs> Plot twist. Um, and then this is and then okay, so then another thing that happens then is. The guy, the Dr. Jennings no longer is Dr. Jennings because he says, like, I am no longer. And he puts on this voice. And I would like to say it sounds nothing about what I'm doing right now, but it is exactly what I'm doing right now. He's like, I am. It's like, if, any, if everyone at home, if everyone at home, just take take five, five seconds. Try to do your best Emperor Palpatine impression. <laughs> you are spot on on what this guy is trying to achieve. Oh, you're George so Lucas right. literally was like, George Lucas was like, hey, Look, I'm the Star Wars guy. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you need to sound like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. And he goes around and he talks like this. I am the... And he called it what? They call the uh, demon god? Demon yeah, uh, uh, demon overlords? Uh, He's from a dimension. So what happens is the laser take took a demon a demon overlord from another dimension oh, and yeah. put it in the scientist's body. Yeah, the and then the demon overlord... That the laser had was Duck World and Demon Overlords. Look, he was working through Ds. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the golden age. The gold... The golden pages of uh, trans uh, trans dimensional yeah, travel, um, but yeah. So that's so then the a demon lord is like, oh, I'm gonna take all my buddies here. And we're gonna rule this earth. Yeah. And um, but he has to like grow his powers. Yes. And my favorite bit was he has to grow more organs. Yeah, he has to grow. He gets the he has the, fi- the more the more the body needs the fizz. <laughs> he needs the fizz a bit more. And what happens then is he goes he he just all of a sudden he goes quiet. 
and things like uh, this bottle of ketchup and mustard start shaking <laughs> and then they destroy it and he goes i have grown my power <laughs> like, i am demon god destroyer of condiments fear me and again everyone in this restaurant underreacts and so actually because another duck gag until they're not, until they're not. <laughs> another duck gag we mix missed because again bev beverly and howard are also not reacting to this demon overlord they're just no like, no they're like phil cop the fuck on <laughs> yeah they're like come on dr jennings this isn't funny yeah. anymore so she orders them three beers and three specials and the special comes oh. with fried eggs and sure doesn't howard just have like an absolute meltdown <laughs> He's like, this is disgusting, you guys. But also, if who sells duck eggs in a diner? They're chicken eggs. Does he care yeah, if they're chicken eggs? Uh, like, like, There's so many questions. This is like... The joke guy. Yeah, the joke guy was like, uh, eggs. There we go. He just wrote it on a post-it. There was no screen, a screenplay or anything. He was just like, eggs. That's a joke we can do. Yeah, well, he was like, we have to make it a joke where he has served eggs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they're like, we'll bring him to a diner. Is there any reason it has to be Japanese? Oh, we have a great joke about a sushi chef later on in this fucking scene. That yeah, it's going to be very relevant. Um, yeah, they have one one Asian chef in the background who doesn't speak. Uh, until he does. Well, until he, like, yells. Um, so oh, what happens yeah. then is the, the demon overlord goes, like, who knows science now? He's like, I have this... Oh, yeah data chip card that will be able to <laughs> program the dimensions that I will bring on me buddies here. And then Howard yeah. just goes, yoink, and then the demon looks yeah. just like, aww. Yeah, he doesn't move. This, like, no. corporeal man who, like, drove here is just sitting at the diner's seat, like, that's my, that's mine. Yeah, I want my card back. Nah. Anyway, so then what happens then is these guys come over and like they go to leave and then because it's the 1980s oh, yeah, they're um, all you're, you're in a diner these american truck guys because they see this is why they needed to be a tr- see they uh, needed to be like a truck stop so they could have the truckers come in yeah to be like hey gorgeous where are you going with the um, truck man with the truck, and then they and then howard they take the fucking chip off him yeah. then they all like and then everyone in this diner in unison <laughs> decide let's eat the duck yeah. they take they like they they lift him up like a mob and yeah. then carry him towards the asian sushi chef yeah. on a big um, chopping board lay him down on, on a big chop they put like celery in his mouth and they go to eat him yeah and then meanwhile bev is fucking useless uh, not doing anything <laughs> uh, like yeah, guys there's, yeah there's a, a slight crowd in front of her and she doesn't even try to move through it no. around it she's like hey you guys are acting like oh here we go more jokes. You guys are acting like animals. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of crazy. You made me change to be a person. Howard's more person than you are, and I'm like just because you you're wet for this duck, like, <laughs> duck man. Stop it. And then she eventually convinces. Uh, the demon Dark. overlord guy yeah. to be like hey it's worth saving the duck please and then he like zaps everyone doesn't kill anyone just zaps a load of people there's a knife flying around um like he's got clearly you know, magic powers like matilda yes <laughs> you know and matilda he's making the cards fly around yeah. he does that basically but a bit more malicious um, and then he like throws Howard to one side and then Gets the he chip. runs off with the missus to go back to the laser but the idea is that he needs more power to be fed so he like oh I know yeah. I'm, I'm skipping ahead slightly but he like sticks his yeah. finger or he's oh we'll get actually we'll get back into that for a sec because I want to just talk a bit about Howard before we go on about their whole cycle so Howard then is like pretending to be a like an ornament yeah not gonna lie this did make me laugh because I 
sort of zoned out a little bit at the end of the yeah. fight. So he goes to the playground and is pretending to be one of those, like, not rocking chairs, but, like, springy horse ride-on toys. And he's just standing yeah. in the playground really stiffly. <laughs> that got me. That did get me. <laughs> and Phil is there somehow now? Ah, uh, because the police went to We're go chasing. see what the crackwood was and then Phil was still had been caught up by the police ah, yeah. anyway so Phil and Howard link up by the way we didn't mention uh, Phil is played by Tim Robbins you know the guy from the Shawshank Redemption like that's Holy just yes. that's just overlooked like 10 years later he would be in what considered to be the best movie of all time but yeah. this movie's running like an absolute fucking idiot yeah he probably has disowned this movie I don't, yeah I don't think it's bad the fact that we didn't know he's in it just probably goes to show. he's the only one who has a career after this so fair play to him exactly um, but yeah so how much they then are hiding from the police. Yes. Oh, this is so good. Oh, this is so good in him about it. Is. <laughs> so what happens then is, he is then, they're hiding, looking at the police, like, how are we going to escape? Yeah. And then Phil's like, we could take this plane, and there's <laughs> like, just a plane like, behind them. But not like an actual plane, like a Leonardo da Vinci flying machine. But what's great is then, so they then get this plane up and running, they start, you know, they let Howard fly it, because, and he starts flying off, or yeah. before he flies off, one of the police officers goes to like the main CA FBI guy who was telling people to like unzip Howard and was like telling him yeah. like, the real dick. He goes yeah. like, uh, "Chief, what is it? We spotted Howard and the scientists. Where are they? They're across the way, going off in a hell like a plane." This is like, go there first. <laughs> like, just, just stop them. Don't run away to be like, "Hey, they're running away. They're flying yeah. away." We, go, stop. Go. Go, go now. Bad policemen. hit them with a rolled up newspaper yeah it's very they're not great police no nobody's good at their job in this movie no (laughs) everyone's a bit incompetent Uh, Uh, then then there's the whole Bev and another thing I wanted to say about this movie another redeeming quality is that none of it is CGI in the sense that the character like the villain design like it's all makeup yes yeah, I love the way that he gradually gets more and more villainous looking. Like, and it is impressive. Like, <laughs> they have his like almost what's it? Uh, who are the guys in Star Trek? I don't think you're a Star Trek person, are you? Forehead wrinkles. Like, no, yeah, it's they it's have the, like it's the, he yeah. gets like the ridges on yeah. his forehead, and his hair is like getting weird. He gets like disgusting Jack the Ripper fingernails, <laughs> like, but it's really good it looks good because it's all practical effects but like it, it doesn't look good in the, sense that, <laughs> no, in, the sense, in the sense that it's not you know it's not real you know it's practical yeah but i, I prefer that i I, re- I just i was like i much rather that than have i don't know what's something like that's like quite recently screen, that, like yeah do you know oh, where it's like uh, it, yeah do you know like uh, do you know like suicide squad do you know cara mm-hmm. delavine's character where it's just all oh, like a cgi yeah. mess like that's not tim- intimidating this guy was fucking scary like yeah. the voice that grew on yeah, me, but yeah. like it got it got deeper. And then there's a scene where like he, this big tentacle comes out of his face yeah. as well to like stick it in a cigarette lighter oh, yeah, so, yeah. to like recharge. He says, "I'm hungry," and like yeah, electrocutes himself. <laughs> it's still like I didn't mind it. That's good. It's good. I like that. No, I was totally into that. I did write somewhere. I love the dark overlord design, and that is from when he is possessing. Yeah. Your man till his final form. Yeah. I like I, the final form. Yeah, we'll get there. No, what, what, what I was going to say is that I tuned out so much from this point on. In a way, like, I was, yes. like, I was just oh, like, watching it. So I love that we're going to speed through this. Well, I am anyway. So I'm just bar, uh, Bev. I call her Barb. I don't fucking know her name. Uh, so Bev and the scientist. Then they go to yeah, yeah, woman who the only woman really with a speaking Oh my god! Well, besides, I think social welfare uh, worker yeah. gets a few words in. And- 
bandmates might say a, a thing or two, but like, yeah, that's about that's it. it. Um, so then what happens is they then then go to a power plant where he like steps into a reactor and he's like, "I'm so powerful there." Blah blah. I don't understand why he needs to be powerful. Oh, he needs to be powerful to grow. Then they go back to the laser thing and then like that. Uh, Howard and Phil fly. There's hijinks on the way. Oh my god, their their flight chase literally takes hours because in the diner it's nighttime. Yeah, and then they're still in the. It's daytime at some point. Yeah. And then it's dark. I'm like, I don't think I haven't been to Cleveland. I don't think it's that big. (laughs) That it would take you an entire day to go across the city in a flying machine. (laughs) A a, a, a device built for flight. An automobile. The spruce moose. The spruce moose. But it's like, um, yeah. Yeah, They they get to our new location, back to the laser, so that he can bring more of his overlords here and take over Earth. That is his driving... Uh, driving factor or motivation yeah. motivation thank you and then Howard and Phil show up with a laser and yeah. they zap the demon overlord and then you see Mr. Jennings Dr. Jennings and he's all <laughs> fine he's like oh my god I'm so fine even though my innards were fizzing earlier and then he's like oh the thing is still here and then this stop motion nightmare comes oh on the screen I love the stop motion nightmare I loved how cheesy it was Again, there was something kind of charming about it. It looked very old school. But yeah, so yeah, apparently getting completely eradicated by a laser, it just knocks the demon out of you. Nothing is wrong with you. No fizzy organs, no burns, no nothing. It just pops the demon right out of you. And he's like, it's very bug looking. It's kind of like scorpion buggy looking. But he can also still operate fine machinery, so don't yeah. worry <laughs> he has the intelligence of a human, so don't worry about that. But it's got like I like the design. I again, I like that end battle. I was like I was like that. Yeah. That's how a lot of like Marvel movies kind of go these days. Like yeah. it's like it follows the same well, beats. It's absolutely fun. It's like a romp. So I enjoyed like that. And then what happens is, um, oh, alien guys close to bringing us. Fr- oh, by the way, there were. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot about this. So the laser that has an automated voice to like t- let us know what's okay. happening with it is then like. Um, it's like, uh, so he, the alien guy has programmed it. He's tied uh, Bev to the table because, again, uh, yeah. you know, woman hostage needs to be tied yeah, down. Yeah, she's tied to um, the proverbial train the, But the idea is that they're going to use her as the host. Oh, um, yes. They need another host um, body to... Yeah. So what happens then is he's then put in all the coordinates. He's gone. He's taken the address off Duckworld, put in Demon World. And it's... <laughs> With his floppy disk that he's <laughs> yeah, got that power. Exactly. And he's like, now, um, and then the laser is like, four minutes until arrival. And I'm just like, what fucking laser? Not only can, like, you know, yoink people out of their dimension. Yeah. Uh, like, have to remember, the e- it doesn't destroy entire worlds, just individual plucks them out. Well, you, when you look at like, how, what happened with Howard was, it wasn't that he went straight up. Like, it was the path of most resistance. Exactly. So this laser can do that. Uh, and he yoinks all these things, and then it, it was like, it was trying to, I understand it was trying to build tension. Yeah, but to yeah. me, I was like, there's no way this spe- spectra, uh, spectra, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? What did you call her? Laser spectroscope. Spectroscope is able to be like two minutes until the demon overlords arrive on Earth. Um, like a laser is just, people, I know we should Shouldn't it, I shouldn't nitpick, but a laser is literally just a beam of light. That's all it is. But this is, this is one that I honestly can't defend it. Um, Anyway, Howard destroys the laser. Howard destroys the laser, and then Demon Overlord dies. How did he die? I think he got zapped. He, oh, he gets zapped with the other laser that they have. 
Yeah. It's again. Has, yeah. Howard has this little like truck, trolley truck with a mounted laser. And that's what they used to knock the demon out of him initially. Oh, that's it. I did like there, there was like a good moment of, you know, actual sacrifice and it shows like the smallest modicum of character growth in uh, Howard where he has the choice to either destroy the laser yeah. or not because if he destroys the laser, he can never go back to Duckworld. But he's like, no, I love this woman, this human woman, so I'll do anything for her. I'll destroy this laser so that the overlords don't <laughs> kill us all. And he destroys the laser. So yeah, there's like that tiniest bit of like, okay, you know, there's stakes here, kind of. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. Um, and then it's like, it's like happily ever after until. Until. And this is this is the bit I love. I know I keep saying that about this movie, but I do love it. <laughs> oh, so it's hinted at, oh, I forgot this. It's hinted at earlier that like Howard like keeps seeing this piano and playing about with it. And then oh, Beth finds yeah. him like, oh, that's a nice funky beat you're laying down there, Mr. Howard yeah. the Duck. Um, <laughs> and then it's important because then he's their manager. They then do a, a, a song and a big stadium. Well, not a stadium, oh, yeah. it's a big, big hall. He's the manager. They've usually gone from like a dingy little back alley club to like selling out a stadium. Uh, and it's like Howard the Duck. It's a good song. It's a great. It's a great. There's a great soundtrack to it. Like there's re- like a, between with her singing and then other things. It's really good music. It's really good eighties yeah. music. It's um and then what my favorite thing is then is the field of scientists and they're like the stage hand. Oh, yeah, um, he's like a roadie. And then they get Howard on to play and they give him like a, and he just starts shredding with his duck hands on a human guitar that he's probably never hit that he has to play. Guitar. It is a yeah. child guitar that they have somewhere. Oh God, just when you stuttered there, it reminded me of another terrible duck thing that Okay, happened. thanks. I was going to edit that out. That's fine. You made, made, made enough of the thing. That's fine. Yeah, because we're basically, that's basically the end of the movie. They yeah. sing, it's wonderful, and she like kisses the duck off stage and it's very weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And it is implied that they live happily ever after. Yeah. Well, I forgot that when Phil first meets Howard, way back at the beginning, he's like, me, ha- me, Phil, you, Howard. And then yeah. he talks to him in a Donald Duck, like, impression. And that happens more than once. <laughs> and so I was many like, times. Oh, and I'd forgotten that. Um, it's funny, actually, I was, I was like washing my face earlier. I came in from a run, I was like washing my face, and it made like a, like a noise. <laughs> and I literally had a bit of shell shock from this movie, where I was like, ah, oh, don't swear. Oh, and that's... I recently, I recently watched Fleabag. Um, mm-hmm. uh, have you seen Fleabag? Yes, haven't watched it properly. Okay, well, in the second season, this priest character is oh, introduced. No. Oh, yeah, okay, Andrew anyway, Scott. Yeah, Andrew. Okay, anyway, you're not going to get it. But if any of our listeners <laughs> are, uh, have, have, have watched it before, the priest is basically really scared of foxes. And there's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a one end bit. It's not really yeah. that important. It's not a spoiler. And uh, that's how I feel about ducks now. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just, I just, I'm afraid they're always around. I yeah, don't like it. They're your band managers. They're your advertising agents. <laughs> they're in your bins. They're in my porno mags now. <laughs> if you get an egg-shaped condom run who <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah as a guy or a girl because like, I, yeah just run you run um, uh, and that's basically that is that's, that's howard the duck from yeah, 1986 1986 i think that's everything i wanted to say about it i just it was it's a good plot i'll, I'll stand by the plot i'll stand by the costume design Yes. I'll stand by some of the practical effects. Yes. I will not stand by the horrific duck puns and 
character motivations. No, or the interracial interspecies uh, relationship. And yeah, I am intrigued to see if Marvel, because they now have, he is in the MCU. He showed up, he was like in the background of one fight. Yeah. I looked up because there's like a still where he's in the background of, is he in Endgame? Yeah, it's Endgame. And then he's at the end, he's at the teaser scene at the end of In Guardians. Guardians so I'm like, okay, they're they're committing something, or is it just uh, an Easter egg? Uh, well, it's they got uh, um they got Seth Green to do the voice. So like yeah, I think like you've you've heard, pretty as in like you know? you've got someone who's I'd like to see it. I would I'd love to see him on a Disney I'd love to see a Disney Plus show um of like I, I, but ha- this movie was supposed to be animated as well, but due to contractual apply like obligations that had to be oh, right. and I would mind a lot a, a, an animated MCU yeah. series with uh, Paul Seth Green as um, yeah. I think that'd be class I think that'd be funny you could do like Deadpool but like animated anti yeah. duck I just I just don't know what what direction they would take I'd be intrigued to see it but I it could go one of two ways but I think they've learned from 1986 I think I, yeah both in that George Lucas um, had to sell a couple it. of things and then he had to like sell property or something because he was so according to reports at the time of the movie's release george lucas had to build had just built the 50 million dollar skywalker skywalker ranch complex and was counting on this film to get him back in the it says back in the black is that a term back in the the black black. wait is it in the red there's in the red and in the black Okay, in the black. Okay, but back in the black. Uh, when it bombed, he was back in the black. That, that's why ACT made it. They were they were finally liquid again, and they were like, "Wonder Woman." Um, so when it bombed, he was forced to start selling off assets to stay afloat. His friend Steve Jobs, the CEO of Apple Computer, offered to help offered to help by buying Lucas's film newly launched CGI animation division for a price well above market value. Lucas, in desperate straits and thankful for the assistance, agreed. That division eventually became Pixar Animation Studios. Oh wow! So we only really have Pixar the way Thanks it is now because of Howard the Duck. That's the thing. Uh, it was the first MCU movie or is the first kind of Marvel property movie. It led to Pixar th- through some weird butterfly effect. You know, we yeah. needed it to happen. We needed 1986's yeah. Howard the Duck to happen. And so <laughs> I remember actually when I was younger, we had the VHS for this. And I remember uh, always thinking like, oh, I'd love to watch it because the, 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 the picture is quite engaging mm. the poster. Uh, and my parents never let me. And now I know why. Yeah, they uh, saw it once and were like, "Hide the children." <laughs> and that's another thing I wanted to. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to say. I would pay so much money to just be there in 1986 and see all the parents that brought in kids <sighs> oh to watch God. this, and then just see at what point, like, who were the good parents that got the kids out of there fast? Yeah. But, like, who waited for the sex broth? Uh, the sorry, the uh, sex broth to like be like, okay, kids time to go yeah oh you know? we're in the wrong cinema oh it's over now the, the, yeah. the credits oh, no. like, especially even, in Ireland the, like. and the, the fucking demon fucking thing was terrifying oh. for kids I'd oh my god yeah if I'd seen that as like a six year old I would not sleep no no 100% and I think I think that's a great place to leave this on and a positive note that it's a <laughs> It's a horrific watch. I I checked. Oh my I God. kept checking the time, and there was always an hour left. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, yeah, exactly. Like we have managed to condense it into the length it should have been. It should have been yes. like yes. Uh, it easily um, could have been ninety minutes, you know, or less. Absolutely. Than <laughs> well, that's this week's show. Yeah. I want to thank 
my wonderful guest, Circa, for coming on the Thank show and um, be going through the painful, painful experience of watching Hair of the Duck. Oh, God. Exactly. This is like a blood bond between us now. Yeah. But yeah. So that's the end of the show. And Yay! is there an outro? I, no, I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing with this. I just wanted to, I just want to have this and then like put it out there and see what happens. Yeah, just like a cold end. It's just like. Yeah. I'll have outro music or something. Nice. I'll do something. Okay, like that. Yeah.